there are these moments in life when you feel like you're, you know, clearly standing at the edge of a cliff about to step off. And you know that nothing's ever going to be the same again, no matter what happens once you take that step. The night before I started my through, it was that moment. to episode three of our trail correspondence series. I am your host, Zach Badger Davis. Today, we're going to check in with a handful of our hikers during quite possibly the most nerve-riddled moment of their entire thru-hike, the night before they hit the trail. I remember the night before my first thru-hike vividly. It was spent on a red-eye flight from San Diego to Atlanta. I got maybe 30 minutes of sleep on this four-plus-hour flight my heart felt like it was going to beat right out of my chest. The entire time, I was riddled with the thought that I was making a huge mistake, that I was going to die in the woods, that I was in way over my head, which, on a lot of levels, was true, that I wasn't sure if I'd recognize the person who returned from the trail, which is funny because that was a big part of what inspired me to take the leap in the first place. And you know what? That's just what happened. I did change, and for the better. But the uncertainty before stepping foot on trail led to some truly nuclear anxiety. And as difficult as this period was, it's a time that I look back at with great fondness. It marked the beginning of a new chapter, and to date, it's been my favorite part of the story. Up first in our Night Before the Trail episode is Sassafras, who actually recorded hers several days into her through hike as we had made our correspondence selections after she had already left for the trail. Nonetheless, it is very good, and here it is. Hey everyone, this is Sassafras, recording from the trail. Um, I am uh, border hopping between North Carolina and Tennessee currently, so I'm, you know, one state down in my through hike, and in the midst of 13 more to go. Um, but, so thinking back to the the night before I started my through, um, the thing I was most scared of is injury. Um, I've, I've spent so much time preparing for this hike and I've given up so much to come do it. And the thing I'm most worried about is that I'll have some sort of hike ending injury. I, I've been rehabbing two different kinds of tendonitis in my feet for the last several months. And um, I'm really nervous about how my body's going to do out on the trail. Uh, it's the one big, big unknown for me. And it's the one thing that you can't necessarily think yourself into or out of. There are just some limitations you can't overcome. And my feet, uh, my Achilles, my ankles, those are the things that I'm, I'm most worried about going into everything. Um, I, uh, the night before I also realized I'd packed way too much food. Um, I actually spent, uh, three or four different attempts, um, repacking my pack, uh, testing the weight distribution on it, unpacking it, removing food, trying to do a last minute shakedown and, you know, really doing some soul searching about which items I needed and didn't need. And, uh, and I'd done so much shakedown work, but 
I'd never tried to carry that many days of food at once. And my pack suddenly felt so much heavier. And so there was this little bit of, you know, a little worry that I was carrying way too much weight. Um, And aside from that, I just sort of, there are these moments in life when you feel like you're, you know, clearly standing at the edge of a cliff about to step off. And you know that nothing's ever going to be the same again, no matter what happens once you take that step, you know, whether it works out for the best or it it doesn't go as well as you think it's going to go or whatever, you know that the taking of that step is a life altering moment for you. And the night before I started my through, it was that moment. I knew that nothing was ever going to be the same again. I didn't know if I'd make it on the whole trail. I didn't know how far I'd make it, how I'd do, what kind of people I would meet, none of it. But I knew that that decision and structuring my life around that decision, guiding so much of the last year of my life around gear and planning and saving and, you know, leaving my job, putting my stuff into storage, finding people to take care of my cats and my plants, all of that, all of those things have been geared toward fulfilling this one choice, which is to hike the Appalachian Trail from start to finish. And, and I called my sister the day before I started and I said, she asked if I was nervous. And I said, well, you know, I feel like the most important thing is that I've decided to do this, that I've committed to it. And maybe my body, you know, fades out on me and I can't do the whole thing. But I think what matters to me is that I will have tried and I will have made this decision to do this thing and put everything in my life toward it and really committed to it and given it, you know, everything that I have. And what matters to me is that I'm pursuing that with absolutely no regrets. If I make it through the whole trail, absolutely no regrets. If I don't make it through the whole trail, I will hike until I feel that I can get off trail with no regrets and and so the night before my hike, that was kind of all I could think about, that the moment was finally here, and I felt both totally ill-prepared and mostly ready all at the same time. And I just kept thinking, whatever happens, my life is never going to be the same. I am never going to be the same, and I don't know what's going to happen, and I don't know what my life will be, and I don't know who I will become, but I know at this moment that this is one of those life-defining moments. Um, I had trouble sleeping, and I still felt nervous the next morning getting my stuff all together, and I had a friend drop me at Amicalola Falls, and, and, and so I began this adventure. But, man, that moment, I think, I tried to compare it to something else. Like, it's a little bit like the first day of college, maybe, or... Um, you know, I spent several months living abroad and it was a little bit like that for me too, like the night before I caught the plane, but different in a way because, you know, I feel like through hiking is so far off the script that we're giving on what our life is supposed to look like and what we're supposed to do. And it's entirely a choice of your own making. Um, and so there's something a little terrifying and exciting in that in making that choice and committing to the thing and um, and I felt that more than anything else I kind of had butterflies in my stomach 
Um, But I never doubted. I didn't worry that I'd made the wrong decision. I knew that I was where I was supposed to be doing this thing, or rather attempting to do the thing that I was supposed to be doing. And, And in that way, I didn't feel at all nervous. Just just anticipating what it would be like and trying not to have any expectations on how that would be, just trying to let it be whatever hike it was going to be and to let who I ended up being on trail be whoever that was. So that's it. Signing off. Hey, 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 what's up, you hooligans? It's your boy, Abby Tat. Backpacker Radio coming at you live from the Springer Mountain Privy. It is about 2 a.m. and it's pissing outside right now. But I've been uh, stuffing my face full of Snickers bars and Pop-Tarts the last few days. So all that shit finally decided to come out of my body at 2 a.m. And it just happened to be raining. So got my uh, happy ass out of my tent. And now I'm just uh, hanging out in the Privy enjoying myself. But we'll start out on the AT today. Regardless of the rain or not, um, at least make it to Hawk Mountain Shelter. We're kind of playing it by ear, so plan to make it to Neil's Gap by Friday. We'll see what happens. But yesterday's hike was a, uh, it was a nice one. I mean, <laughs> me and my hiking partner Liz decided to take the wrong fucking way on the approach trail, as many people do, and ignored the sign completely. Instead of going straight, we went to the right and went two miles in the wrong goddamn direction. So we backtracked, and our approach trail hike turned into be. 13 miles so considering all that my legs feel pretty good um no worries uh, i'm not gonna say i hiked farther than anybody else on the at i guess <laughs> but rather than staying in the shelter last night which i probably should have because i knew the thunderstorms were coming in tonight uh we decided to tent it up uh shelter wasn't too packed there's probably about maybe 15 20 people up here on springer right now it is really april so it's expected to be busy but I didn't really want to deal with the rats. I'd rather take a thunderstorm over uh, over the rats, to be honest with you. So, no big deal. My tent's holding up good right now. Um, Rains are supposed to kick in a little harder tonight, so we'll see what happens when I wake up. But I got to get some more goddamn sleep. I don't know if this whole situation has kicked in yet. Uh, I think once I hit up that first white blaze in the morning, it'll all start to soak in. I mean, you spend two goddamn years planning for this thing. And you can only look at so many forums. You can only look at so many reviews on gear before your mind just shuts the fuck down. And you get to a point where all you got to do is lace up the shoes and walk. I mean, all that playing shit goes out the fucking window when you're sitting up here on Springer Mountain. So, um, like I said, with the rain and everything, I mean, it's just a good introduction to the AT. It's going to be pissing us a lot of the fucking trails. So, we might as well get used to it on the first day, I suppose. Went down to the shelter last night and talked to some people up here. It's a, it's a wide variety of people. We got people here from Massachusetts, Arkansas, uh, Montana, uh, where the hell else? Uh, South Carolina. I'm from North Carolina. So we got a, we got a mixed bag up here in Springer right now. A lot of eccentric people. Pretty cool. A couple creepers, but, you know, whatever. A um, couple guys with some Wally World special tents. So uh, I hope those fuckers make it up to Katahdin. That'd be hilarious. Um, just goes to show you, you can't judge a motherfucker, especially on the first day, because that asshole that's carrying the Jansport pack and the Wally World Ozark Trail tent will probably make it up the Katahdin before you do. So I uh, try not to judge people out here. Just uh, soak in the soak in the company. It's good conversation. Had a little fire last night. Um, yeah, it was good times, man.
But my job here in the preview is done. I got to mosey back into my tent and try not to get too soaked and get a couple more hours of sleep or else I'm going to be a walking fucking zombie tomorrow on the AT. Um, trying not to wake Liz up, but I want to get going early, even if it's still raining. I'll introduce you guys to her in a little, uh, about a week or so, but um, I'm pretty damn lucky to have such a badass hiking partner to start off with. She might want to throw me off a cliff here in a week, but uh, we'll see how it goes. All right, mofos, we'll holler at you all later down the trail. Peace out. Hey, it's Painting Goat. I'm getting ready to fly out of Austin bright and early tomorrow morning. I've got about seven hours between now and my flight leaving. So not getting too much sleep tonight. That's not entirely a new situation. I don't think I slept much before the last two hikes either. This time it's entirely because I procrastinated on getting everything I needed to get done before the hike. Um, But I'm wrapping it up now and we'll be just uh, taking one final look through my gear before getting a little bit of sleep. And it's funny this time there really didn't seem to be too much to do to prepare You know, before the PCT, because it was my first uh, long-distance hike, I was all freaked out about gear and, uh, you know, boxes, what to do. CDT is a little more together, but I spent a lot of time looking obsessively at Post Holer and the snow levels in the San Juans, which, of course, changed in the first couple weeks I was on trail, and I couldn't do anything about it anyways, so that was a little bit of wasted effort, and uh, making lots of resupply boxes which I also would not do nearly as much of in retrospect. This time there are zero boxes, uh, almost no gear changes, except uh, not taking a couple things from the CDT. This trail will be a little warmer and hopefully a lot less snow. So this time all I've really done to prepare is download the AT Gut Hooks and the AWOL Guide PDF, taking a cursory look at what to expect for the first couple resupply points, and that's about it. Uh, noticeably missing from that list is any sort of physical preparation, which I'm sure I'll pay for. I'm quite certain the AT is going to kick my ass, especially in the early days, since instead of doing any sort of consistent training, I mostly just worked and continued eating like a through hiker, which is fun, but won't actually get you in shape for the trail. So a few things are going to be a little bit different this time around. First one should be a lot of fun. I started the first two hikes solo, which I think really is the way to go. I was able to meet people I got along with along the way um, pretty early on, especially on the CDT. Uh, But this time, my CDT hiking partner, who I was with for about 2,000 miles last year, is going to come join me for the first couple weeks. So it'll be fun to have him along. And unlike somebody that you are starting with from home, We know we hiked together well and uh, could still stand each other after those 2,000 miles, so we should be good. It'll be a nice little reunion. Plus, he knows a lot of the plants and fungi along the trail, so it'll be nice having my own little field guide for the first few weeks, get me excited about continuing to learn those things on my own. I think that's going to be important on the AT because I won't have the big sweeping views nearly as often as I did on the western trails. And I really do want to appreciate the Appalachian Trail for what it is and what it has to offer and not just always be comparing it to the previous through hikes because it's an experience and it's a worthwhile one. I think if I had known from the start that I would be going for the Triple Crown, I would have uh, done the AT first. 
and then you know kind of done the traditional order of doing the PCT second and CDT last but I really thought the PCT was going to be my only through hike and it's actually kind of funny looking back because uh, I think there is a certain subset of people that go out looking for a big revelation or a change of direction in their life and that's why they hiked which is great but that really wasn't me I had a very clear sense of direction already had my career well established and the PCT was just a chance to fit in a little adventure. I didn't expect it to change my life anywhere near to the degree that it actually did. And so I do really appreciate having had the opportunity to do that and the way it has changed me. It has taken me down a different path than I thought I'd be on right now, but it's been a blast and I'm really looking forward to round three. So I am going to check out for the night, try and get a little bit of sleep, and I'll give you guys an update on how things are going once I've been on trail for a little while. Hey everyone, this is Emily. I am currently sitting at the lodge at the Amical Falls State Park. It is the night before my through-hike attempt of the Appalachian Trail. I will be starting... A little bit past the steps and heading to Springer on the approach trail. I've done the steps enough in high school, so I don't feel as though I need to do them again. Um, I have a lot going through my mind right now. Um, a mixture of both like fear and excitement, um, which kind of puts some nausea in your stomach. Um, I'm incredibly excited for what's to come. But as I look out my window right now, it's snowing and I've been sick for the last four days and that just, you know, doesn't really bode well and makes me rethink some gear choices. Am I going to be warm warm enough? Is my tent going to hold up? Um, Did I get the correct sleeping pad? You know, it's just like all of those thoughts are running through my head, um, which I know I'll be fine. It's just you can't help but wonder um and try and anticipate any you know problems that may arise um I'm already missing some family uh I have a huge support group back home and I purposefully got dropped off early on for my hike so that I would kind of have a night to decompress and you know officially be on my own I (sighs) You know, I just, I wonder what it's going to be like meeting a lot of people who are like-minded. I know that a lot of hikers come from all walks of life and backgrounds and ages and everything else. But at the same time, like, we all have, like, this one common goal in mind. And that's going to be, like, a first for me because I've you know, gone through life having these kind of weird dreams and never really met anyone that, you know, wanted to hike the Appalachian Trail or, you know, similar things. So it's going to be exciting to meet people like that. But at the same time, it's like, how do I interact with people? (laughs) Um, Because I'm slightly introverted. And that's just kind of like another fear of mine is like, what if I can't make friends, which I know I'll be able to, but, you know, it's another thing that my body wants to worry about. Um, I 
am afraid about how my stomach is going to handle hiker food. Um, I eat relatively healthy on the, you know, in my real life. And I have heard that it's incredibly difficult to eat healthy, even though you try to bring oatmeal and protein powder. Your body just doesn't want oatmeal and protein powder. I, um, took the suggestions of some Trek articles about, like, fish oil and whey protein and everything. So hopefully they'll be able to help me out, um, in terms of, like, muscle growth and recovery, but at the same time, like, I'll have to force myself to eat things. Um, so wish me luck on that one. I kind of just want some, uh, salad right now, but I'm trying to give myself a healthy dose of carbs. <sighs> but we can't predict everything. Um, but I shall be waking up about 6 a.m. tomorrow to meet up with some friends that will send us off, and then I'll start hiking. Um, plan is to go to the shelter past Springer, um, and... Just continue on from there. Wish me luck. Quick editor's note. The previous recordings that you heard were from our Appalachian Trail hikers. The next one you're about to hear is from Sarah Mowry, who is hiking the PCT. Instead of grouping these by trail, we decided to group them by when they embarked on their through hikes. That's it. Here it is. All right. Hey, what's up? (laughs) This is Sarah, and I am reporting from Scout and Frodo's house in San Diego. And for those of you who do not know, Scout and Frodo are two incredibly generous trail angels who live in San Diego and they open up their home every year to host hikers like me um, who are starting the trail the next day. They pick people up from the airport, let them stay at their house, take them to the trailhead. It's amazing. And... Here I am. I'm sitting on the curb outside of their house because I didn't want to wake anyone all around the backyard and the house who are trying to sleep, which is what I should definitely be doing right now. (laughs) But I am not. I decided to come and talk about my feelings instead. So how am I feeling? I am feeling grateful, number one. And... I'm feeling grateful for a lot of things. I'm feeling very grateful that I'm here, that I made it to San Diego. The All of the first really big steps have been accomplished, which is honestly huge because I had to move out of my apartment and I, you know, had to get my butt on a flight and get to San Diego and I'm here and I did it. <laughs> I know that doesn't sound that hard, but it's hard because I'm leaving Dallas and everything and everyone I know, and I had to wrap a lot of things up. So, you know, I'm proud of that on the first hand, and um, I'm grateful for that, and I'm grateful for all the people who helped me move out and wrap everything up. But, um, mostly I'm just grateful for the freaking people involved in this trail. I mean, my God, (laughs) I was just talking to one of the people, um, who helped Scott and Frodo. Uh, his name is gray wolf and he's a badass. I was just talking to him about how 
wonderful it is that Scout and Frodo do what they do because it just it just helps people so much who are uncertain about you know how am I going to get to the trail like how am I going to figure all these logistics just to have that um, that easy solution to a challenging logistical issue at the very beginning of something that's going to be a series basically of logistical challenges is so, so comforting. And it's been one of my, you know, the, the things that has made me feel more confident about this whole process, just like, okay, well, once I get to San Diego, I'm going to meet a bunch of other people who are doing the same thing as me. I can talk to them. They'll help me figure it out. Everyone, you know, has different levels of experience and, and that's been true. Um, you know, once I got here and met everyone that is also here, I've gotten to talking to them and kind of figuring everything out. We've done a couple little pack shakedowns and all been nerding out over gear. Like it's, it's been exactly what I needed before I started off this process. So I'm just incredibly grateful that I have that opportunity because I don't know what the hell I would do if I didn't. Um, and, you know, just thinking about all the other people along the way who are trying to help hikers out is um, very reassuring. So that's a big, a big thing, a big deal. Um, other than that, I am feeling very excited. It's starting to get very real in my mind that like this is coming up you know and I thought I would feel like shaky and nervous about that but hi pup but um I'm not I'm feeling really excited like looking out the windows when I was on the plane I was trying to kind of point out like oh are those gonna be the mountains that I'm gonna be walking over like oh I don't know that looks like a desert that's Mexico. Um, and I was telling the people sitting next to me about my, my hike and they were just super stoked, you know, <laughs> anyway, but, um, I'm super stoked just like the people on my flight. Um, yeah, super stoked, super, super stoked. I feel ready as ready as I possibly can be right now. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kind of ready to just go and like, get get on the freaking trail you know I'm 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 not really nervous maybe I should be I, I don't know but I I mostly just feel excited and ready to start so um I'm gonna try to m make some moves that will help me start <laughs> on the right foot tomorrow and probably go to bed here soon have my pack already. We're going to leave really early in the morning, the whole group. Get to the trailhead and start freaking hiking. <sighs> so I'll check in again soon. And uh, in the meantime, have fun. And that's it for our third episode. I hope to get the next podcast out sometime next week. If you want to help support the show and encourage us to get these out more frequently, you can support us through our Patreon account, which is patreon.com backslash backpacker radio. 
And speaking of which, we will also be recording a bonus episode specifically for our patrons. This will be a little bit of a different format. In lieu of a guest, we'll be bringing on a case of beer. We'll be going into our backgrounds, answering your questions, and just having a good time. Anyone who supports the show, even a minimum donation of $1 per month, will grant you access to this bonus episode. Other ways you can help the show is by subscribing to us on iTunes, leaving us a review on iTunes, and or telling everyone that you know. You can connect with us on social at Backpacker Radio, on Instagram at BackpackerPod, on Twitter, and search Backpacker Radio on Facebook. Our next trail correspondence episode will feature the night before the trail for the remainder of our hikers, most of them on the PCT and also Rabbit on the CDT. And shortly thereafter, you can expect our first update actually from the trail. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Happy hiking.